to The Coaching Podcast, Coach for Success in Sport and Business. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Coaching Podcast. I'm Emma Doyle here with Jennifer Migon. I hope I said that right. I put on my French accent for this interview. I'm very excited. You are a wealth of knowledge and just a beautiful soul. So thank you so much for joining The Coaching Podcast, Jennifer. The first question, we'll jump straight into it. It is Vegemite, the Australian spread. You either love it, you hate it, or you've never tried it. So which camp are you in on Vegemite? Okay, so hi, Emma. Thank you so much for having me on the show. The way you pronounced my name was amazing. And uh, to, to answer your question, I never had it. Actually, I didn't know what it was until a few weeks ago. And I saw interviews on YouTube from players and they were asked these questions and I never had it, but hopefully one day I will. Okay, so next time we catch up or one day in person, I will promise to um, give you a sample. So because you answered that way, our follow-up question, you can choose. Uh, you're either your worst coaching moment and what were the lessons or your best coaching moment. All right, so I think I will go with my worst coaching moment. And... Um, I was 14 years old and I was training for nationals. And I remember being like super excited because it was going to be on clay court. Clay was my, my favorite surface. And really I believe in my chances. So I'm doing those drills and I'm really confident. And then my coach, you know, we're picking up the balls and he's asking me, so Jennifer, what is your goal for, for nationals? And, you know, I say very confidently, uh, well, you know, if I go there, it's because I want to win, you know, and, and then I, I was really like, you know, positive and stuff. And then he looks at me and he's like, oh, really? So I was like, uh, yeah. He's like, well, but you know that such and such is the favorite for the title, right? I'm like, yeah, okay. But, you know, in one match, everything is possible. And then he was like, oh, but you know that there was also this person and then there's this person that beat you. Remember that tournament? And I was just like mortified. And I remember like just telling him like semi-final. Then he was kind of like, uh, yeah, try again. And then I said quarterfinal. And then he was like, oh yeah, quarterfinal for sure. Definitely, you, you, can, you can reach that. And I remember that it was really like one of the worst moments because I was like, if my coach doesn't believe in me, I mean, what are we doing here? So definitely yeah, the worst coaching moment for me. Oh, wow. Thank you for sharing. That is a classic. Yeah. I, love, I love that. Uh, um, yeah. And I can, I can reverse that. I mean, I'm, you ask kind of worse, but I'll give you like, when I was coaching and uh, I had a girl, you know, a Turkish player and, and uh, we were going to the tournament and I remember we did the warm up and she was playing against this girl and a uh, good girl. And, and she asked me after the warm up, she was like, Jennifer, do you think I can win? And, and that story came back to my mind. And I immediately say, well, I believe you can win for sure. I mean, I, actually, I really believe that it was, I wasn't just trying to be nice. And I said, but the most important is, do you believe you can win? Because I have faith in you. And I remember that at that moment, she looked at me and it, it was what she needed. And, and I was like, well, at least I didn't make the same mistake. And I kind of healed, you know, the, the young Jennifer uh, and she won on winning the match. So that, that was 
uh, a good, a cool gotten moment for myself. Oh, I love it. That's what this podcast is all about, flipping these lessons into into winners. Uh, yeah, so I love that. Thank you for sharing both of those. Uh, the next question is what we call the sliding doors question. Yeah, uh, okay. So as a player, I, I would say I'm moving to the States, you know, after high school to play uh, college tennis was definitely a defining moment because um, I had started to play a few ITF tournaments and I felt that, you know, at 18 years old, I wasn't ready just to go by myself. I didn't have a coach or, you know, sponsors or anything. And I wasn't ready to, to leave the life of, you know, the tour. And I didn't know, I was a bit um, afraid because I was like, but what am I going to do? Because in France, it's not like you can play college and continue. I mean, at the time, at least. So you had to make a decision after high school. And luckily I had a friend who told me about, uh, you know, college tennis. At the time it was very unknown. And um, I was like, oh, wow, can I play there? And then, and I mean, improve and get a degree for free. I mean, wow, that's amazing. Well, let me try that. And, and it's a decision, one of the best decisions of my life. I don't regret it. I, I, I spent amazing four years in, at Indiana State University playing, you know, um, Division One and playing nationals. You know, it, it was just fantastic experience. So definitely something I would recommend. And that allowed you then to... Did you go play pro after after college? Did you give it a go? Yeah. So actually what happened is that, you know, like I said, when I moved first to the US and after high school, I wasn't ready for, for playing on tour. But, you know, after my, you know, sophomore years, people say, hey, Jennifer, you should go play on tour. And first two years, I was like, no, I, I'm done. I, I just want to go and get a master's degree and, you know, that's fine. And, you know, and, and you have that, you know, that voice in your head that to say, hey, what if? You know, and, and because if not, you, you might regret it. And I decided that, okay, I'll give it a go after, after college. And that's what I did as well for about two, three years. You know, I, I played awesome. on tour. So, yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. And what about in your career um, and what you're doing today? Did you have a moment there as well? Yeah, I, I will say that, um, I mean, there was, there was a lot, you know, but uh, definitely one was... Uh, after my master's degree so I finished you know playing and then I, I moved to the UK to, to get my master's degree and I I moved back and um, I moved back to France and you know I was just looking for a job you know doing a bit of freelancing communication and stuff and and I didn't really know what was going to happen but at the time I, I kind of gave you a spoiler already but at the time I had uh, signed up on the coaching website you know the orange coach one and I, because a friend had done it and I completely forgot about it. And I remember that uh, the week before I was spending a lot of time in Paris with my sisters. And uh, so it's Sunday uh, evening and I'm speaking with my mom on the phone and I'm like, you know what, mom, I know that something is going to happen next week. And you know, moms, how do you, oh, yes, of course, honey, you know, things will, yeah, it will work out for sure. But I just felt it. And uh, so it's the, the Tuesday morning. I'm on my couch, sister, you know, and uh, my sister couch and uh, and just checking my emails and I get that email. Hey, we have a girl. She's 12. She's a Turkish player. You know, one of the best in the country. Would you like to try? And I was like, well, you know what? Uh, worst case scenario is June. I can get like a free week in ho of holidays in Istanbul. I've never been there. And if I like it, that would be the perfect opportunity to share my experience with somebody. And I went there 
And three days later, three days later, I was like, I'm moving. And if I'm being really honest with you, as soon as I landed there, I knew it. I don't know. I just felt, you know, that city just embraced me. And I, and I stayed there for about, yeah, two, three years in Istanbul. And, and it's still, you know, yeah, one of the best experiences of my life. Love that place. Love the people. Yeah. I, can't, I can't shut up about Istanbul, <laughs> basically. Beautiful, beautiful. I love that. In one to a maximum of three words, what do you think makes a great coach? Listener? dedicated I would say caring listening dedicated caring fantastic and finally our last question is where we ask you to ask us a question okay so when, when I meet people you know like you you know great coaches people who are doing amazing stuff I always want to know um what was the defining moment what was the trigger when you knew that this is what you wanted to do Fantastic. Well, we look forward to answering that question on the show. And of course, everybody else, our listeners to reflect on that great question as well. Jennifer, thank you so much for your time. And you. uh, yeah, it's been awesome getting to know you. So thank you. Thank you, Emma. Thank you for having me. The Coaching Podcast was brought to you by Emma Doyle and Simon Blair. Simon Blair is a business owner of Five Degrees. He's a sales and customer service assessor, trainer, and coach. And you can find him at fivedegrees.com.au, as in F-I-V-E. And I'm a global speaker and performance coach helping you unleash your potential. You can find me at emmadoyle.com.au. Thank you for listening to The Coaching Podcast. Thank you.